Welcome into episode number four of Husker Women's Wednesday. I'm Jessica Cootie, and for today's guest, we are getting to know Jenna Jorgensen of Husker Swimming and Diving. The sophomore out of Aberdeen, South Dakota, has already made a tremendous mark on the program with her name on top of four different program records and she just keeps getting better and better. She's an excellent student. She's involved in the community. She's the epitome of a student athlete. So without further ado, let's get to know Jenna Jorgensen. Welcome in. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So we don't always talk um, swim and dive. So I kind of just wanted to dive into the sport a little bit, get to know you. But first of all, how did you tell us about your recruiting story? How did you end up here at Nebraska? So when I first started my recruiting process, I was a, it was before my junior year of high school. Um, it's been the same since then. Uh, June 5th was, I think, the date that it opens for everyone, even now. And I just emailed a whole bunch of schools, didn't matter where, didn't matter what type, Division One, Division Three. I just sent out a whole bunch of emails. Um, got some emails back got didn't got turned down um but nebraska was one of them that reached out to me so i scheduled a trip here and i absolutely loved it and so this is where i came what did you love about it um what really got me was the team atmosphere at first but then also i'm also here for school uh -huh. so the programs that were in my major were great so i came here out of Aberdeen, South Dakota. How did you even get into swimming up there in South Dakota? So my mom and my grandma both were swimmers. Um, my grandma was a swim coach, kind of got my mom into it. And then my mom threw me and my siblings into the pool as little as we could. So that's where I started. How did it develop for you into becoming, hey, something that being thrown into the pool to like, I can go to college for this? Honestly, I didn't really think college was going to be my end goal until maybe my freshman year of high school. Like a little bit later, some people know I'm for sure going to go. Even into my sophomore year, I was like, yeah, I want to go, but I don't care where I go. I just want to have fun with it. Um, but yeah, probably beginning of high school was when I knew. What's the recruiting process? I mean, you said you just emailed a bunch of bunch of schools, but for a, a, someone that wants to get into swimming and diving at the collegiate level, what's that recruiting process like? Um, so definitely emails, questionnaires, mm -hmm. um, calling, texting coaches. It was basically I started the conversation um, before they could talk to me. And if they wanted to see me and I didn't reach out, they would contact me as well. So like, do they go scout? Like, you know, you, you talk about in other sports, you go scouting events and stuff. Do they, do they come to meets and watch you swim or how does that work? Yeah. So like the big meets, um, like junior nationals, you tend to see coaches from all over the country there. And which is super nice because those people who do make those meets do get the, the opportunity to kind of show what they have. So that I went to a couple of those meets and then futures, which is a smaller meet, but it's still a big regional meet they often send coaches to those, so. So how many high school state titles do you have? Ooh, I don't know off the top of my head. I think... Like at least 15, right? Off the top, yeah, maybe. See, South Dakota's different. We didn't have high school swimming. We're the only state that doesn't have high school swimming, so really? I only ever did club. Wow. So, yeah, and college is very similar to high school, so that was a little bit of a change for me, but... So how was that? How was that different then? Um, it's definitely more team oriented. 
college and high school than club is. Uh, I had a very, uh, what is it? Like close club team that I definitely benefited from, but you don't get that. You're only here for the team, really. Like you'll do whatever you want for the team. Other people will do things for themselves, but yeah. So what was that like then when you were first part of the team atmosphere, when you're used to it being the other way? I loved it. Like I definitely love interacting with everyone and like everyone has your back, everyone's cheering for you. That was the best part of it. So then you get here as a freshman and you start breaking records immediately. Um, what went into your freshman year? How were you so ready to come in and, and compete at such a high level? Uh, I definitely didn't expect the results that I would have gotten out of freshman year. Um, but I think having just the support system, I don't know if my training was necessarily like, it's just so different from what I have here. And that might've been what kind of made me prepared for college, but yeah. So then tell us about all the events that you do. Cause you, you have four different records. They're already all over the record books, <laughs> but you were telling me there's a limit to how many you can switch, how many events you can swim. So, but tell us all the events that you compete in. So my main events are the distance mm -hmm. events. So I, for like conference, I have my three events picked there out. So it's the mile, which is 66 lengths. And then the 500, which is 20, and then the 4IM, which is 16, but it's all the strokes. And then I will swim whatever I need to, whatever the coaches want me to at dual meets, so. 66 laps, what what are you thinking about? Honestly, nothing <laughs> much. Like, I will, I'll sing, I'll do math, I'll do whatever to get me through that 66. Do you count? Like, I mean, are you counting every lap or how does that work? So I used to not. I used to just let them counter do it. But uh -huh. I've had some in the past. I've had some troubles with that. So I've started to count. And then that's where the math comes from. I will just figure out where I am. So what is it about, you know, the distance and, and that thousand freestyle that you just broke this this season that makes you so good at it that you are such a competitor at it? I honestly, I think why I'm good at it is based off my training. Like we do miles of miles of swimming a day. Like I would say probably five, six miles a day of just straight swimming. Um, that's definitely gotten me where I need to be. Is there something in, in when you go back, like, you know, you talk about other sports, you go back and watch film and maybe see some technique things too. Mm -hmm. Is that part of it as well? The process of kind of developing as you go? Yes. Like technique, even we, like from even from the beginning of the season, I'm starting to work on new things every day, um, starting to inter incorporate things that I'm definitely weaker at. So that's also gotten me a lot farther. So you um, you were telling me though, what you're best at is probably not even your favorite stroke. Yeah. Tell yeah. us about that. I love swimming backstroke. Like, I don't know if it's because I can breathe the whole time <laughs> or what, but I love the 200 backstroke. It's very, that's an unpopular opinion, but I love the two back. Why? Why is that an unpopular opinion? It, it hurts. It's mm. a, it hurts your legs a lot. So do you like the medley too? Uh, yeah, I, I, I love swimming the 4IM. Like, I like changing it up like freestyle it's fun and all but being able to swim every single stroke it kind of just gets you i don't know a feel for the water differently and then like training wise it also gets me away from just swimming freestyle and it mixes it up makes it a little bit more fun 
How fun is it to be a part of the relay teams? I, they're, they're like so fun to watch. Yes, the relays are the best. Um, like I'm not a sprinter, sadly, um, which most sprinters are on more relays than I am. I I normally get one relay in there, but being part of a team and like sharing that excitement with four or three other girls, so much fun. So did you play other sports growing up or was it just swimming? I did do other sports. I did basketball, volleyball, dancing, soccer, kind of the whole mix until probably about middle school where I had to start choosing because time. Yeah. So what's no, the number one sport did you like growing up outside of swim? I think I just stayed in soccer the longest. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when you talk about what you're doing and, and becoming good at it, it takes a lot of time, a lot of training. Mm -hmm. how, how do you balance that? I mean, because I got to imagine there are days that it is not fun, but you have to keep pushing yourself. Yeah. Um, I think most of the time when you, it's not fun, you have to kind of just look at other things, maybe put your mind in a different place. But other than that, it's easier. It's gotten easier as like I've gone through college to like balance everything because I like to stick to a schedule. <laughs> so. so when you break these records, what does it mean to you to be to have your name at the top of the Nebraska Swim and Dive record books? Honestly, it's I would never have imagined myself there anytime or even at this point, but mm -hmm. I'm incredibly honored. Like that's super cool to have those records. A lot of them are like 40 years old. Yeah. It's crazy. When you're, do you have a feeling like, okay, I've got a really good swim going? Um, yes and no. It kind of, it depends. Like I could have a swim that feels like I'm not trying, but I'm like, I know this is going to be a great time or there's swims that are like, Ooh, I'm struggling, but then I touch wall and it's also a good time or I'm feeling super good and it's not a good time. So it kind of just depends on the day. So now that you have the records, do you continue now? Do you want to beat your, yourself? Yes. I want to, <laughs> my, what I want to do is basically get a best time. Like every time I hit the water, I want to try to go faster than my personal times. And then how do you, when you're doing multiple events like that and long events, how do you balance that? How do you get ready to, to do that every, every single meet? Uh, goes back to the training. Like we do so many sets that prepare us for that to where we can just keep going back to back to back. Um, but then also being able to like have fun and not think too much about the swimming that also gets you prepared. So. So I, I read somewhere that I think it was last summer you had an Olympic qualifying time or Olympic trials qualifying yes, time. Yeah. Tell us about that and what that does for you. So yes, last summer I did. I got three trials cuts for this upcoming summer, and that basically just that allows me to compete to see if I can get in to the Olympics. Um, but for swimming and swimming, yes, for swimming it's very hard to make the Olympic team. Um, they only take the top two in each event, and the top two in each event are girls my age or younger. Like, swimming is such a young sport that it's very hard to compete in. So, uh, so then, okay, so the, the trials are coming up, so it's more so like you have to have a certain time to be able to, to qualify, yes. to be able to compete for that. Yes, so they have qualifying times that they sent, they sent out every, or like two years before. Mm -hmm the Olympic year and then you have that time to get it. They have a time qualifying time and if you get a time within that, you get to go. 
So then is that a goal of yours? Is that something that you're striving for? So not necessarily, not the Olympic team, but placing, like getting a good place at Olympic trials, that's what I want to, that's my goal. For, for someone that grows up swimming, I got to imagine that's, I mean, before the Olympics, that's, that's what you strive for, right? To, yeah. to even get to compete for that. So to be able to get that number and even just have a shot, how exciting was that for you? Oh my gosh. It rewarding. Was, I got to imagine so rewarding. It was so rewarding. Like when I touched the wall and I saw, like I knew the times I had, I, my goal was to get an Olympic trials cut. Um, so I knew the times, I knew what I wanted to try and go for, but like touching the wall and seeing that time, it blew my mind. Like I wouldn't have ever believed that that was going to be the moment that I got the time. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so coming up next, you guys have uh, the Big Tens. That's February 21st through the 24th in West Lafayette. Tell us about where the team's at, how you guys feel going into the Big Tens, because then after that, it's, it's NCAAs. Yes. Um, right now, I think the team is feeling good. Like, we just came out of two really good dual meets um, that we were all pleased with. Like, a, a lot of us got best times at yeah. those meets or close to our best times, and I think that really, like, helped boost our confidence for what – is going to come in a couple weeks and kind of just gear us up for training that's coming up and basically the long run. Yeah, and and you're not the only one that you just you just said it that have broken program records this season and you talk about the team aspect of it when when you're going throughout a meet and you kind of hear and see that and feel that how much does that fuel you guys throughout the entire team? Oh, it builds us so much like I know there was a lot of records broken this weekend and everyone just gets so pumped up like you you see it in the team the atmosphere like the cheering it just increases so much it's so fun you qualified for the NCAAs last season what did you learn from that experience that you're applying to this year I think this year I'm going forward from what I learned at NC's is um, you kind of just have to swim one race at a time uh, NCs isn't guaranteed, so taking what I saw last year and just applying it to like big tens, and then maybe NCs again this year if I get invited again, I think that will basically help me just prepare my swims and prepare myself more mentally. Um, hopefully, f to see a good outcome. Was it a good experience of kind of seeing what it takes to go compete at that level? It was such a good experience. Like, even seeing, so like I mentioned before, swimming is a very young sport. Um, NCAA's, like, A final is pretty much all Olympians. So watching that was incredible to see. You are not just uh, great in the pool. You also have uh, big aspirations in the classroom. You've already gotten a, a lot of academic awards as well. How do you balance that? Pre-med at that, how, what goes into your juggling act of being a student athlete and, and taking all these hard courses? Definitely just scheduling out my time. I used to be a pretty big procrastinator, and that's definitely shrunk a little bit. It's not fully away, but um, having like a plan in place for my day is getting me through. You know, you you said this at the beginning when you were talking about Nebraska. How, why was that important? How come that was such a big part of, of your decision, the academic part of it? Well, I'm definitely, I'm going to school for, for my academics and I want to achieve a lot of things in the future. I want to either go to med school, as of now med school, maybe nursing school, but I want to pursue more than just my athletic career. Why the medical field? Um, I, I want to help people, and I loved science. I think I really fell in love with science in high school. 
um, and it challenges me. So that was one of the draws to it. So, so far, what's the hardest class you've taken? Mm, definitely organic chemistry. I'm, it just does not click in my head. I have to spend a lot of time memorizing the structures and reactions, so. Is that where you, you just came from that, right? Yes. Yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just, you were also on the, the Tom Osborne citizenship team. Just the overall student athlete experience. How much have you enjoyed that at Nebraska? Not just, you know, you can talk about just the athletics part, or academics, but, but, but the entire experience and everything that you get to do as a student athlete here. I have like loved every moment of it, like being able to go out into the community here and meet a whole bunch of different people. That was one thing that drew me here as well. Um, I love going and interacting with like little kids, going to schools, talking, doing, what was it? Husker Heroes here as a freshman. I absolutely loved every minute of it. It's incredible. So, you know, with this women's podcast, kind of always want to ask, you know, for the next generation, someone might be listening in, might have aspirations of being where you are. What would, what would be your word of advice if there's a young swimmer listening in of, of maybe wanting to get to college and swim collegiately? Um, have fun with it, but also push yourself out of your comfort zone. Like, I think the best opportunities that I got were when I was the most uncomfortable. It's not always fun, but it gets you far in life. And then for those young parents that maybe want to teach their kids how to swim, what about that? I would do it, like put them in swim lessons, put them in the pool. Even if they don't love swimming and don't want to follow it as a sport, they can go play with their friends. They can go to lakes, anything. I would say do it. Put your kids in swimming. That's awesome. Jenna Jorgensen, appreciate your time. Uh, congratulations on a great season so far, and can't wait to see uh, what you and your teammates do as uh, you guys head into Big Tens and then the NCAAs. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode, and thanks to Jenna for joining us here on Husker Women's Wednesday, and thanks to Emeritus. Emeritus is proud to power Husker Women's Wednesday and all of Husker Women's sports. Thanks again for listening. I'm Jessica Cootie with the Huskers Radio Network.